That's why he came. So that we can never be alone. You know, Jesus has taken care of everything that's evil. Everything that's evil that can ever come against our life or into our life. He took care of all of it. That doesn't say they will not attempt to come into our lives. They will attempt to come into our lives. And sometimes because we don't understand, because of lack of knowledge, because of of our background, we allow these things in and then we feel condemned, we feel there's no hope, nothing can be done. But don't forget, Jesus is risen from the dead. He is alive and he's alive forever. And you should never ever give up. Not as long as you are alive and you are in this place that Jesus took, never give up. There is a man in the Godhead. There is a man seated with the Father, God. He is a part of the Godhead. Before he came, he had nobody. But today, he has taken on flesh and blood. I don't know if he stayed back up there, but there is a man in the Godhead representing mankind. He's representing you. No matter what comes against your life, as long as you are still in the flesh, you look like Jesus, you look like God, you've made it. Don't think on it. Don't buy into the lie of Satan. Don't buy into his lies. Don't let him deceive you about your past. Don't hang on to your past. Your past is behind you. If any man be in Christ, the Bible says it's a new creation. You are a new kind of being. You are a new species on the earth. You don't look like the rest of them in your real man, which is your spirit. You look like your father who is God. If God cannot be defeated, if God cannot fail... You cannot be defeated and you cannot fail. If you fail, you allowed it. If you failed, you lived in unbelief. You couldn't trust God. You look to the circumstances more than the God of the Bible. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Never get discouraged. Never. Discouraging times will come. You will feel the pangs of discouragement coming on you. The tentacles, discouraging words going through your head, trying to beat you down that you can never make it. You failed, you made so many mistakes and all of that. Rise up and call the name of Jesus. He is risen from the dead. He is alive forever. Don't give up. God can do in one year what you tried to do in 25 years. In one year, God can change your life and transform your life totally. He is risen. He is alive and He is alive for us. He did nothing for Himself. He came for us. He came to dwell among us. He came to identify with us. He lived among us. Now He says, I want to live in you. I want to be a part of you. I'll be with you even to the very end. All we have to do is accept Him and believe Him and trust in His Word. Receive Him. 
with all of your heart. No hold them back. Receive Him. He's giving everything. The Bible says He gave us all. Everything that pertains to life and godliness. Life and godliness. Life and godliness. That means you can live life large and you can be godly at the same time. He gave us everything that pertains to life and godliness. When He rose from the dead, He emptied Himself to us. When He came here, He emptied everything that He brought from heaven. And went back to heaven. And he said, you can have everything. The word of God tells us how God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Every kind of blessing that you can ever imagine, you have been blessed with it. Goodness, you have been blessed with it. The ability to love, you have been blessed with it. The ability to have a good family, you have been blessed with it. The ability to prosper and be successful in life, you have been blessed with it. God has given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. You have it. All you have to do is believe and accept it with all of your heart. And God will do it for you. We have a great God. I trust in Him. With all of my heart. Jesus is risen from the dead. If you read the scriptures, you know, when, when you allow hopelessness to grip you, even the words that you've heard, you will never believe. Think about the disciples. Jesus told them more than three times that he was going to Jerusalem, he was going to be put to death, and he will rise again the third day. And even after the women came from the tomb and they had seen two angels that made it clear to them, it's amazing. It seems like angels are always around. The angel said, it's just like he told you. Were they there when Jesus told them? I believe they were. The men couldn't see them. But the angel told the women just like he told you when he was with you in Galilee he told you that he was going to die and he was going to be buried and he will rise again the third day he says you are looking for the living among the dead go and tell your brothers he is risen don't look for life among the dead if you keep going to the graveyard you will never ever have anything that's gonna, all you have is death. He is not here. He is risen. They were looking for Jesus. They expected him dead. And they expected him to stay dead when they went there. And they couldn't find Jesus because Jesus was not dead. He was alive. If you keep going to the graveyard, you'll never find life. When people feel unfulfilled in life, and then they begin to think in their minds, maybe, maybe if I take another drink, I'll feel better. Or maybe uh, I think it's time for a new relationship. Maybe I need to get a brand new car. You, those things are okay, but if you think that will bring fulfillment into your life, you are looking for the living among the dead. They will, it won't satisfy you. He is risen. He wants to inject life into whatever area, in whatever area you're struggling. If you have an area in your life that is dying today, what you need to do is go to the Lord Jesus Christ so that He will infuse life into that area. Don't look for life among the dead. 
He is not there. He is risen. He is alive to give you life, to inject life into any area of your life that's dying. Happy hour will not make you happy. (laughs) It's just the truth. A brand new car will make you feel good for a few days, but you're right back where you were. Having an affair will not make you feel more loved. Divorce will not make you feel free from the isolation and the hurt that you feel. Amassing wealth, buying these new houses and new cars and all of that will not make you feel as important as God will want you to feel inside. Look at what's happening in Hollywood. They got all these things, they hit, they acting silly. And you wonder, those things only will bring death if Jesus is not part of the equation. Jesus has to be part of the whole equation. And when you go to the Lord, you go with all of your heart and believe what has been told you. The disciples, when they heard the women speaking about Jesus being raised from the dead, the Bible tells us in Luke chapter uh, chapter 24 that their words were like tales, nonsense to them. Their words were like nonsense to them. These were people that Jesus spoke to and walked with Jesus. Let me tell you something. Jesus reminded them, the angels told the ladies that, look, he is risen. Go and tell them. And they remembered what Jesus said. But when you have allowed hopelessness to grip your life, even the truth you cannot recognize. Even when the evidence is presented to you, you won't recognize it. Because you have allowed hopelessness. They, were, they felt so hopeless after Jesus died. The truth was staring up at them in the face and they couldn't, they couldn't see it. So that's what God is calling. We must believe the word of God. We must trust the scriptures with everything. The word of God. Do you remember the two disciples going to, the, to Emmaus? Those two disciples, I mean, they had gained information that was driving them crazy. And they were talking, just two of them, walking to to Emmaus, talking to one another about the things that had happened. And, And they were so sad. They said, you know, all of these things has happened. And and we thought that this Jesus was was the, uh, the deliverer. But now he's dead. And he's confused out that besides that, these ladies have gone to the tomb and, and they've told us some, some new stories and, and it's confused us. He found Peter and the rest, they went there and, and they found it just like the ladies said, but, but Jesus, we can find. And they couldn't believe that he, he, had, he had risen. They couldn't. But when Jesus began to share with them the truth, What every one of us need to do is examine the truth for ourselves. 
Amen. Examine the word of God, the truth. As Jesus started opening their eyes to the truth and sharing with them, the Bible said, beginning from Moses, that's why I hate people. Well, I don't hate them. I hate the idea, what they think or how they think. Who believe that, that, that the Bible is just a book, you know, a novel or something, something written by men. Well, Jesus believed it. The Bible says that Jesus took those two disciples all the way to Moses, that's Genesis and, and the Exodus and the rest of them. And from those scriptures, the Bible said he started showing them the things that were written about himself. And they were listening. And notice what was happening. As they were listening, their sadness was evaporating. And they kept feeling good. And they listened to him. And he showed them through Moses, the prophets, everything that was written. And he called them fools. Fools. Slow at heart to believe. And if pastor calls you fool, but you leave the church, right? If pastor calls you fool... He says, ah, the pastor called me a fool. I'm not coming back. I'm gone. Well, that's really mild compared to if Jesus calls you a fool. <laughs> huh? He said, fools and slow of heart to believe. Fools. If you don't believe the word of God, you keep having sad, sadness. And you're situ- you won't even recognize your miracle. Even if he's staring at you in the face. You won't recognize it. You need to believe the word of God. Amen. Trust in what God. They said after Jesus showed himself to them. They said didn't our hearts burn within us. As he spoke to us. When you allow yourself to open up to the truth. And you begin to examine the word of God. Without prejudice. I'm telling you, that resurrection power that is in the Lord Jesus Christ will begin to unveil itself in you. And believe me, you will feel that fire inside of you. And that fire will burn away every chaff. And by the time you put down the book and he's spoken to you, you are a new creature. You know, something that was funny, you know, if you read that uh, account in Luke chapter 24, they went to G- with Jesus, and, and Jesus pretended like he was just going to the next city, and they begged him, they said, please, oh, we'd like to hear more of these things that you're saying. Come on in. Can you stay with us? And they went in, and uh, they were going to spend the night in the mass. That was where they were going to stay. And, and they wanted to keep this stranger... Jesus, that didn't know it was their master, over that, just talk to us, even till the early hours of the morning. But Jesus, as soon as he broke bread and gave to them, in the same manner that they've seen before, and then he disappeared. It was already evening. The guys said, we're not staying in the miles. We're going back to Jerusalem. Amen. They got so excited. They took the risk. We're going back. We need to share the same thing. They went there and the word was, Jesus is risen. He's even appeared to Simon. And then they told them their, their own story. You need to have your own story. Amen. Have your own story of encounter with the Lord. 
have your own story of his resurrection in your own life, your own personal experience. He appeared to Simon, he appeared to us also. He appeared to Mary, I like him to appear to me. Amen. Appear to me in my heart. Amen. That's what Jesus wants from us this morning. Amen. Please stand up with me. We're going to close. It's a wonderful day. Jesus, the only one who death could not hold on to. Every other being that death had his hands on, he, he keeps them dead. But Jesus found a way to beat death. The only man that's found a way to beat death and actually came back from my life. The only one. That's why he's different. That's why Christianity is a different kind of religion. The Savior is alive. Let him come alive in your heart today. Please bow your head with me. And close your eyes. I really believe today that God wants to heal. I've all felt it all along. God wants to heal your body if you are sick. God wants to save your soul if you have not made Jesus your, the Lord of your life. If you have not consciously asked Christ into your life at any time. You are living dangerously. Judgment day is coming. You need to do so before it's too late. The Bible tells us this is the day. Or you know you have asked Jesus Christ into your life. But you still have nagging doubts in your heart. Whether or not you've made it with the Lord if you still having that you need to make a total commitment and when you do that this morning when you come to him this morning and you tell him Lord I'm giving everything to you I tell you the truth that doubt will disappear and the witness of the Holy Spirit will be in your life or maybe you know you've accepted Christ but you have not been living for him much lately You've just been doing your own thing. If you fit into those categories, three of those, I will ask you to honor God today by raising your hand up and say, God, I'm giving everything to you. Can I see you do that? Let me see you do that. Thank you very much. Anybody else? Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I see your hands. Thank you. Thank you. Also, I want to invite those who are sick. You know, I don't believe in sickness. This, I believe in Jesus more than I believe in sickness. 
If you're sick and your body is not the will of God for you to have that thing, no matter how long, I'm not saying don't take medicine. It's okay to take medicine to stay alive, but keep fighting. That thing has to go. And I believe this morning God wants to heal you. God wants to heal you. If you're sick in the body, I want you to come down here for prayer. And be touched by God. I believe God will heal you. I've seen God do miracles before. I've seen God open blind eyes before. He will do it here this morning. Don't put up with that sickness in your life. If you do, it will spread from that place. Some other thing will happen and try to kill you. Don't put up with it. God wants to heal. Also, we are living in a difficult time. If you're struggling financially, I want to pray with you this morning for a reversal of that situation. It is not the will of God for you to suffer financially. God will take care of you. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. If you're having that difficulty in your life, whatever is going on, I believe that God wants to change that situation this morning. And I want you to agree with me in faith and see God do a miracle in your life. Do you have problems in your relationship? Don't give up. God can help. I'd like our prayer partners to please come out here. And if you met any of these categories I've mentioned, Please come out and receive your deliverance this morning before God. Come out and receive your deliverance. Come out and receive your deliverance. Come out and receive your deliverance. Don't hesitate. Don't hold back. Those of you that lift up your, lifted up your hand, you need God to be at work in your life. Don't hold back. Today is the day of salvation. Today is your day of miracles. God wants to do a miracle in your life. Don't give up on that relationship. If you want the relationship healed, trust in the promise of God. Trust in God's promise. God wants to heal. Let him kill the things that he wants dead. And let him give life to the things that he wants to come alive. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Angela, will you pray with Wiley, please, if you don't mind? Wiley. You and I meant every word that I'm saying. Don't allow discouragement. Refuse to be defeated. God is with you. Right now, whatever issue you have in your life, I want you to close your eyes as they are praying with the others here. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine the best solution to your problem I want you to do that right now in your mind I want you to imagine the best solution for that difficulty that you're having in your life right now I want you to have that and I want you to remember that the scripture says that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even imagine as you imagine that solution 
the enemy will be telling you in your mind it will not happen it will not happen you have this problem for a long time it's not going to happen it's not going to happen i want you to rebuke that voice and claim based on the word of the risen christ that you are free it will happen in the name of jesus Father, we thank you. Raise your hands up to the Lord this morning and give him thanks. Father, we thank you. We know that you have heard us. You've heard from heaven. You are with us. You'll always be with us. You never left us. You will not leave us as orphans. That's, that's exactly what you told us. Let your blessings flow in our lives. Resolve these evil circumstances in our lives. Let us know Christ the way he should be known. We give you praise, Father. In Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. We are dismissed. God bless you.